Welcome in on a Monday. Hope everybody had a great weekend. How we doing? No Parker today. He's going to be doing uh, two to six. We're still kind of rearranging, shuffling, shuffling. Uh, It's that time of the year. People are taking vacations. And uh, so Parker's going to be doing two to six this week. The one, the only, Connor Pasby is here with us again on this Monday. How's everything going? You have a good weekend? Doing well. Amazing weekend. What a yeah, yeah, the Sooner baseball team, and that's awesome. First time to Omaha since 2010. What a performance that was, man. They did it with pitching, hitting, defense. I mean, every facet of the game yesterday in that third game, uh, the way they were able to bounce back from the loss on uh, Saturday, very impressive, man. That was unreal. Cade Horton goes six innings pitched, yeah. what, two hits, eight two K's, runs, eight Ks. Ks. The Sooner bats stayed hot, and – it was a key, like, slowing down those hokey bats, and Horton did just that, and he was big time. Yeah, he was, no doubt. He had his breaking stuff working, uh, the curveball and the slider. Uh, Tanner Treadaway, a couple home runs, a couple doubles. Uh, was unbelievable. Treadaway and Peyton Graham both homered in the first inning to give Oklahoma an early 2-0 lead, give the Sooners some momentum. that You really need to bounce back like that after you got beat in Game 2 to come out and answer, and they did right off the bat. Pardon the pun, and that uh, propelled the Sooners to that win, 11-2 yesterday. All right, uh, first hour underway. As you know, we're sponsored by Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Whether you're looking for repair uh, or to maintain your current uh, AC system, call Tim Lasher and his great company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. They're family-owned and operated. They've been servicing the greater Oklahoma City area now for 15 years. Call them up at 405 405- 579 405-579-3113. You better get your starter going on your AC unit right now. There's no there's no middle middle reliever to come in or a closer. It's that your AC unit needs to go the distance this summer. So make sure you get it tuned up. Tim Lasher, Lasher Home Comfort Systems, they'll get the job done for you. 405 405- Five seven nine thirty one thirteen. Man, I don't know if there's something going around or what, but I heard Plank talking about how he wasn't feeling well. I, I today, I don't know what it was. I felt all right when I woke up, and now I've got this massive headache, stomach ache. I, I talked to Brandon Rabar, our Thunder reporter, because there's Thunder news. Oklahoma City just made a deal uh, for Jamichael Green, and uh, Oklahoma City will not have now the uh, number thirty pick in the NBA draft, which is ten days away. They have dealt. Uh, that pick away to the Nuggets for Jamichael Green and a protected 2027 first-round pick going to the Thunder for the 30, 30th pick in the uh, draft, which is coming up again June 23rd. So uh, we're 10 days out from the draft in Brooklyn. So Oklahoma City will now pick 212 and 34. Jamichael Green coming to the Oklahoma City Thunder, former Alabama uh, college player who was uh, with the Denver Nuggets. So, anyway, I was talking to Brandon Rabar. He said, let me see how I feel. I feel horrible today. He said, I might be able to come on if I can get my voice. I said, man, if you can't go, you can't go. He said, I'll let you know by like 12.15. So, it's, it's been kind of a strange day today. But you know what? You power through. That's what you do. You power through. Just like, just like the OU baseball team. Just man. power through this weekend and, yeah, just get through the week. You know what? They could win this thing. They are, I mean, you talk about peaking at the right time. And again, yesterday, yes, the early home runs were, were key, but with the defense was spectacular. That catch by Pettis was unbelievable. 
I mean, one of the best catches. I know he's in left field, but he looked like Willie Mays out there in center field going over the wall. That was amazing. I thought uh, the the other catch he made charging in uh, wasn't as tough as the other one, but still very impressive. So the Sooners did it with really every facet of the game, pitching, defense, and hitting yesterday. It was really impressive. We await to see what time they're going to play Texas A&M sometime Friday in Omaha. The Aggies were seated fifth, won their regional and the Sooners again. We know that uh, one side of the bracket is sad with Oklahoma and Texas A&M. Notre Dame and Texas also on that side of the bracket. Arkansas is going to play the winner of the Stanford-UConn uh, matchup, which is today. And then Ole Miss is also there, and they will play the Auburn-Oregon State winner in Omaha. But, uh, man, just very impressive by Oklahoma. So we're going to talk a lot of baseball in this first segment. We are also going to get into uh, Sooner football recruiting camps over the weekend, uh, leans towards Oklahoma, new crystal ball predictions, all of that stuff coming up. NBA Finals, Game 5 tonight. Uh, the Warriors bounce back with a big win in Game 4 behind Steph Curry's 43 points. We had golf over the weekend with the uh, – you know, with the uh, Live Golf event, which was won by Charles Schwartzel. And then you had uh, the Canadian Open won by Rory again. He went back-to-back at the RBC Canadian Open. What a final group that was with JT and Tony Finau yesterday. Rory in his post-game uh, uh, or post-match interview with Amanda Balionis, taking a shot at Greg Norman, which I liked that a lot. And we had the U.S. Open this week at the Country Club outside Boston in Brookline, Massachusetts. And uh, that is the sites of one of the most famous U.S. Opens ever. The 19, uh, what was it, the 1913 U.S. Open when Francis Wilmette, the amateur, beat uh, professionals Harry Varden and Ted Ray. What was the name of that movie that Shia LaBeouf was in, The Greatest Game Ever Played, I think was the name of the movie. So that uh, was at the Country Club uh, in Brookline, Massachusetts, just outside Boston. You had uh, Julius Burroughs winning there in 1963. And you had uh, Curtis Strange winning the first of uh, two back-to-back U.S. Opens there in 1988. So it's U.S. Open Golf Week as well. So we'll get into that a little bit. But let's hear from Skip Johnson with Toby after the game yesterday. Uh, he was pretty, pretty happy with the Sooners again getting to Omaha with just a tremendous all-around performance and the uh, clinching win yesterday at the Blacksburg uh, Virginia Regional as they up in Virginia Tech 11-2. This was T-Row with Skip after the Sooners got the big win. Congratulations. What a performance today. Yeah, it was really good. I thought Cade was really good. Offense was really, really good. And it got, got him, made his breaking ball better, made his fastball better, made his command better. And we just kind of kept tacking on as it went. And that was really our that's our identity in our offense. And, and it was really good to see. One of the most dynamic offenses in America. And with everything on the line today, you held him to two hits. Well, I mean, that's just Cade. I mean, he did a great job and, and get, went with a game plan. And that was what... Well, we got an ice bucket on Skip. We got the ice bucket on Skip in the middle of the interview. <laughs> I didn't have anything to do with it, Coach. <laughs> I wasn't setting you up. 
Yeah. You all right? Yeah. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. I, I saw him headed your way. Damn. I'm sorry about right. that. No worries. You set me up. I didn't set you up. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um, how about uh, the defense today? I mean, Kendall's plays, diving oh. stop by Robertson, everybody. Yeah, that was uh, really, really spectacular. I mean, the, pl the play uh, he made down the line, and then his next at bat was a home run. That was what was so cool about the game. We talk about stuff like that, and, and it came to fruition. I mean, it was beautiful. What does this mean to you? coach you're going back to Omaha as the head coach of a baseball team well I mean it means a lot but it more means for the players I mean it ain't about me you know I'm, I'm gonna be here and be gone it means about the program the University of Oklahoma what it stands for and these players congratulations Skip thank you you gotta love Skip Johnson that's good stuff right there I love how Tiro like I didn't do it I didn't do it I promise and then Skip's like you set me up didn't you Tiro wouldn't do anything like that Tiro is not a devious man as far as we know and Skip's earned every bit of this. What a job he's done this season after, I mean, not a 27-28 last year. He turned around and go 43-21. and 21. What a job he's done. I thought he should have been Big 12 Coach of the Year, but, man, a special season for Skip and the crew. Yeah, and like I said, they are uh, they're peaking at the right time, playing obviously their best baseball. And uh, I, I think the Sooners have a chance to win. I mean, big bad Tennessee's out, right? And then, yeah, when you get to Omaha, anything can happen. Throw away those the records. It's everyone's 0-0. Yeah, like you said, Tennessee, who's been the most dominant team all year, gets out in the Super Regional. That's just, college, that's just college baseball yeah. for you right there. Notre Dame getting it done in Knoxville against the uh, Tennessee Volunteers in the deciding game of that Super Regional yesterday. Tanner Treadaway had himself a day yesterday again. He, uh, he and Peyton Graham both homered in the first inning, giving uh, Oklahoma early momentum yesterday to take a 2-0 lead. Let's hear from Tanner Treadaway, who also had, uh, again, another home run, two home runs, two doubles yesterday. He was outstanding. And here's what uh, Tanner Treadaway had to say after the Sooners got it done yesterday at Virginia Tech. It was really special. And, um, you know, these guys are a band of brothers, and, and we're, we're just so excited to be going home all. I'm just a little emotional, um, you know, being my last year and stuff, and um, I'm just glad to be doing it with these guys. You know, this is a really special group, and we've been doubted all year, you know, and now now we're here. So it's we're going to make a statement. You know, we wanted we wanted to set the tone, and, uh, you know, we both fortunately got some good pitches to do it with, and uh, today was just about battling, you know, everybody on the mound, uh, at the box, just battle for everything, and that's what we did. They did, no doubt. And again, uh, after what Virginia Tech did to Oklahoma on Saturday to come back and get that done on the Hokies' home field was very impressive by Oklahoma. So we await uh, game time information for the Oklahoma matchup in Omaha against Texas A&M on Friday. Like I said, one half of the bracket, those uh, matchups are all set. Oklahoma, Texas A&M, Notre Dame, and Texas. And then again, uh, we all have Arkansas and Ole Miss also having qualified already. They're headed to Omaha. And again, the Razorbacks will play the Stanford-UConn winner of that matchup today. And the Rebels will play the winner of the uh, matchup between Auburn and Oregon State as we uh, try and get the uh, field full uh, by sometime later this afternoon, those other regional matchups happening. All right, we are brought to you by Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Mike Steely along with Connor Pasby. Parker will be on uh, from 2 to 6 today. We're kind of shuffling things around. That's that time of the year where people are taking vacations and everything, and Tyler is taking one this week. So 
Good to have Connor with us. we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We'll take an opening timeout right here. Come back and talk a little Sooner football, uh, recruiting information for you, the Sooners campers over the weekend, and OU leans in the world of recruiting. We'll get into that. Plus, we're going to get to the Air Comfort Solutions tax line as well. 405-651-3439. That's 405-651-3439. Or you can ring us up if you want, 405-329-9000 on the Riverwind Casino call-in line. We'll be right back. This is uh, a little bit depressing here because we will not have Tiger at the uh, U.S. Open this week. We will have Phil Mickelson, who was out there, and uh, the picture Phil. <laughs> Warming up at the country club outside Boston for this week's U.S. Open. Uh, did he have a holster for his cell phone on his belt? Uh, I think that's what people thought it was. Not sure, but, man, it was a, it was a different look for Phil. And he's no got hat. That, he's got that yeah. beard. He's got he's a beard got, yeah. and mustache now. I said, man, he looked like he'd been rooming with the Unabomber out of the cabin in Montana or wherever it was. I mean, uh, it's a different looking Phil. That is live golf tour Phil right there. More clean cut. Lefty plays on the PGA Tour, but I guess he didn't have time to shave. But Phil is, like, embraced. I guess he's finally like, you know what? I'm on the live tour. I know what I'm representing. I'm just going, man. I'm going. I'm not shaving. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to wear my shades all the time, holster up my cell phone or whatever the heck that was. But, uh, yeah, we've got the U.S. Open getting underway this week. All right, Brandon Rabar is a trooper. He said, you know what? I need to come on because we get this trade. Yeah, the Thunder uh, traded their 30th pick to the Denver Nuggets uh, for Jamichael Green. We'll get into that with Brandon Rabar coming up at uh, 1235 today. Anyway, hope everybody had a good weekend. All right, here's the best I can ascertain. The one thing I was thinking about doing radio prep this morning and uh, a little bit yesterday was, uh, and Connors um, obviously does a great job. He can talk any sport. But when you don't have the recruiting authority on there with you, I'm like, oh, man, I got to get all this recruiting stuff. And I very easily could have called Parker, but I didn't want to bother him. He's, you know, he's covering the camp and everything. But uh, best I can ascertain in the camp, uh, everybody saw that the Sooners have officially offered 2024 quarterback Michael Van Buren out of Baltimore, Maryland. He also has other offers. He's a four-star, including Alabama has an offer out there. Uh, they've offered Dewan Lane, a 6'3 athlete out of Baltimore, Maryland as well. We know that DJ Lagway uh, was in town, the uh, 2024 quarterback, the uh, four-star from Willis, Texas. Sooners offered him a long time ago. Everybody in the country wants this guy. Uh, 2024 edge rusher Williams Winery, uh, the four-star uh, from Lee Summit, Missouri. Also an offer for 2025 tight end Devon Mitchell of Allen, Texas. That was expected. Um, also there, uh, somebody they'd already offered, the uh, defensive lineman Nigel Smith out of Melissa, Texas, a four-star, was there. And uh, 2024 four-star corner Jordan Johnson-Rebell from IMG Academy offers for the Sooners. And uh, then we're talking about, you know, where some of these prospects could be leaning right now and uh, what the guys are like, you know, Parker and the guys at 247 are saying about they like OU's position right now with Caleb Hicks, the running back out of Denton Ryan, four-star. A lot of people projecting him to Oklahoma right now. Cade McIntyre, the three-star athlete out of uh, Fremont, Nebraska, I believe it is, also projected to Oklahoma. Uh, Makari Vickers, the cornerback from Tallahassee, Florida. Keon Brown, of course, the uh, wide receiver from Tallahassee. They don't go to the same high school, but they're still buds. Uh, also is a good possibility for Oklahoma. 
Uh, is it P.J. Adebore? I, I, Parker's talked about it millions of times. The edge rusher out of Kansas City uh, looks like a good possibility from Oklahoma. And what about Derek LeBlanc? Is it Oklahoma? Is it Florida? The four-star defensive lineman. Uh you know, it's looking like a battle there, maybe between Oklahoma and Florida. Maybe Oklahoma has a, a good shot, maybe a slight lead right now. Parker will talk a lot more about that uh, with Locked In coming up at 2 o'clock today. By the way, Sooner Hoops got some news. I got the Jacob Cole, the uh, four-star small forward out of uh, Link Academy in Branson, Missouri. And they also got a transfer from the portal from the Missouri Tiger program, Yaya Kita. A 6'9 forward, originally from Mali in Africa, looks pretty athletic, um, and he is transferring from Missouri to Oklahoma. So pretty good weekend for OU Hoops. It looks like, uh, again, the Colt kid is a four-star, and uh, Keita, you know, he played some minutes. He wasn't a huge factor for Missouri last year, but if you see his highlight tape, uh, and he was a four-star kid coming out, uh, he looks pretty big and pretty athletic. So we'll he's, he's six A with a lot of length too, so he's going to be yeah he's someone who could probably make a big impact right away for OU despite not getting as many minutes at Missouri, but I think he will fit in just fine. Well, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Porter Moser again making some waves in the portal, and also uh, again that that's a good get the uh, Cole kid, the four star out of Branson, Missouri. So some news there certainly. So. Uh, NBA Finals, Game 5 tonight. Do you have uh, hatred for the Warriors? I did. Or is that I, all gone? Some of it's gone. I mean, I, don't, I, still, I, mean, I respect them a little bit. I think, that, I think the Warriors can win in six games. But, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of Draymond, but I respect Curry and Clay what they have done in Golden State. But I, I see them winning this in six. Well, that means they'd have to win in Boston. You know, to uh, to go back and win it there, we'll see. It's you know, it's just been uh, it's been crazy again. Boston can't seem to string a couple of victories uh, together, and it's it's kind of been that way in um, in the playoffs. Just I I don't know that this has been great basketball in the NBA playoffs. But Steph Curry stepped up. Obviously, they had a 10-0 run in the fourth quarter the other night. Steph had 43 points, and. Uh, you know, when he was at Davidson, leading that team the way he did in the NCAA tournament, we all thought, man, this kid's really good. Played in Lloyd Noble, obviously. I remember a young Russell Westbrook, who's in town today, by the way, and a young Kevin Durant going to check him out. And Jeff, Jeff Green, too. Yeah, Green. absolutely. Yeah, Uncle Jeff back in the day, also down at Lloyd Noble Center. And then the Warriors, you know, th- that organization has done an unbelievable job. And uh, Steph Curry, you know, didn't it wasn't like one of the top three picks, obviously. But and then he had the ankle injury, which slowed his process early in his NBA career, and also gave the Warriors a big break salary cap wise. And in fact, if that not hadn't have happened, and some other things, then Kevin Durant wouldn't have been there, right? On that fateful day, July fourth. But to me, it was all about the KD decision because you know, unfortunately. LeBron and the Cavaliers win that series, and that kind of creaked the door open a little bit more. To, I, I really think that Kevin Durant and his agent thought, uh, you know, well, hey, the Warriors, I know they won 73 games, but they didn't win a championship. Hey, maybe that kind of changes the narrative here. No. You know, immediately Durant got hammered for that decision. And look, 
Kevin Durant is a great player. When he's healthy, he might be the best player in the NBA right now. I know Joker's great. There's some really good young players in the league now, too. John Moran, Jason Tatum, uh, you know, and really good young talent. Luka, obviously, Trey Young. But it was just, it was like, dude, you guys already have the best team, and then you add what could be the best player in the league. Come on, man. That's that's where my hatred yeah. came from. But I guess you can respect them now because, I mean, Clay, Steph, and Draymond, those are the guys that they drafted and built this whole Yeah, Draymond dynasty, was a second-round guy, too. Draymond was a second-round guy. And, yeah, I, Draymond, you know, he's, he would have fit in with the bad boy Pistons back in the day, you know. I could see him playing with Bill Lambeer and Rick Mahorn and Dennis Robin and that group. But, and I'll, you know, it still bothers me the Nutcracker incident on Stephen Adams, you know. But, you know, Draymond's going to do Draymond stuff, and uh, we'll see what happens. But I don't have the hatred that I used to have for the Warriors. Yeah, my, and you it's, can't it's help gone but, a little bit. But. I can't help but, you know, appreciate what Steph Curry has done because he's changed the game as much as anybody that's come into the league. You know, and it's nice to see Clay coming back after the injury. Cause I've always been a big Clay fan, so seeing him come back from the big injury that he had, he was out for I don't know how long, but come back and make make an impact he is right now for Golden State. Nearly two full seasons, and of course, uh, if it weren't for Clay Thompson, uh, you know, in Game Six, Oklahoma City, you know, Andre Iguodala even said it in an interview after that Warriors team won the championship. He's like, man, they had his beat. Should have won a championship. They should have won a championship, but guess what? The Thunder didn't. And, you know, since then we had uh, obviously the year where Russ won MVP and PG came in and Carmelo came in. So there were some entertaining things that happened after the debacle of Game 6 against the Warriors. But now Oklahoma City's back in rebuild mode. They've been tanking the last two years. They will have the 2-12. and 12. Again, we'll talk to Brandon Rabar because OKC just traded the 30th pick to the Nuggets uh, about 10 minutes before we came on the air for Jermichael Green. We'll get into that coming up. There's a lot of talk about Oklahoma City's interest in Shadon Sharp. Um, and, you know, Chet Holmgren is apparently what people are talking about it too because uh, it appears, and you never – fully know what's going to happen, whether it's the NBA draft or the NFL draft, what's a smokescreen and what's not. But it appears that Jabari Smith, the Auburn star that Oklahoma played against this year, is going to go number one to Orlando. But we'll talk to Brandon Rabar about that coming up. All right, Riverwind Casino, what a great place. I'll be at Riverwind Friday doing some live radio as we get you ready for another tremendous Beats and Bites show Coming up this weekend, what is Beats and Bites? Well, it's brought to you by Riverwind and Coupale Works. If you haven't been out there, take your folding chairs, and you can't take your ice chest or anything because they have food trucks out there. They have water for you. Uh, Coupale Works has their great craft beers that they have, of course, available to you. And you've got the best local food trucks out there. You have retail vendors out there, and you'll just have a great time. This week, three bands on the Beats and Bites stage, Everclear with Sister Hazel and Deep Blue Something, and that's going to be a heck of a show. That is going to be a heck of a show. We went out, Shay and myself and, uh, you know, her family, we went out and had a great time at the first show. It was Starship and Night Ranger, really good crowd. It's a fun, relaxing time out there. Get outdoors, listen to some great music, have some great food. 
you know, if you want, if you really want, you can even take your pet out there. I wouldn't say they like totally, you know, 100% encourage that, but you can. But Everclear with Sister Hazel and Deep Blue Something this weekend at Beats and Bites 2022. They've got two other great shows in July. The Randy Rogers Band, July 9th, followed by a great fireworks show. And then we have Scotty McCreary on July 30th to wrap up Beats and Bites for 2022. Get your tickets online at Riverwind.com. They're only 5 bucks for each individual ticket. You can get them online at Riverwind.com or... If you're going to the casino, just stop by the box office right there by the Showplace Theater and get your tickets there. Let's break right here. When we get back, we'll talk to Brandon Rabar, our Thunder insider. Trade today for Oklahoma City. The Thunder trades the 30th pick away. We'll tell you what they got in return and talk about draft strategy for OKC as well. Plus, Russell Westbrook's in town. We'll tell you about that as well when we get back here on The Ref. We are back here on a Monday. Mike Steely along with Connor Pasby. It'll be uh, Parker with you from 2 to 6 today. Locked in, so get ready. He'll have all the uh, latest recruiting information. We tried to run down as much as we could, but Parker will have a lot more details coming up at 2 o'clock today. Sooners headed to the uh, College World Series in Omaha. We'll find out their time later today. Oklahoma and Texas A&M in a first-round matchup in Omaha. And again, on the uh, same side of the bracket, Notre Dame and Texas, uh, Arkansas and Ole Miss have punched their tickets to Omaha as well. Razorbacks will play either Stanford or UConn in the other half of the bracket, and Ole Miss will play either Auburn, the SEC uh, rival, or Oregon State in the other half of the bracket with games to be played uh, this afternoon to decide those two regionals. Brandon Rabar, Thunder Insider, joins us here on the Riverwind Casino Line. Man, Brandon, you are a trooper. I know you're not feeling well today. I don't know what's going around, man, but Plank wasn't feeling well. I've got a raging headache that won't go away. It's a, it's kind of a weird Monday. You feeling all right? You feeling a little better? Uh, I, I took a bunch of meds, and I've been doing, like, a – voice warm-ups to try to get my voice sounding at least radio-friendly. So, it sounds uh, fine. Take it till you make it, right? It, fa- it sounds fine so far. All right. Uh, so tell me about this deal. So the Thunder uh, sending the number 30 pick in the draft, which is coming up. We're 10 days out, Thursday, June 23rd, for the Thunder uh, again in the NBA draft. And they sent the 30th pick to the Nuggets for uh, Jamichael Green. Give us uh, what's going on with that deal. Yeah, so they got Jamichael Green, but they also got uh, the Nuggets' 2027 first-round pick. So this is kind of twofold. The uh, the Nuggets wanted to get off uh, Jamichael Green's salary, uh, about seven point two million dollars. For the Thunder, that's no big deal. They have plenty of cap space that they can roll that into, and and now they turn pick number thirty into you know in 2027 who knows how the nuggets are going to be how good they're going to be but it's guaranteed uh, it's going to be better than 30 or very worse the same as 30 because it's the last pick in the first round so you improve your pick and jamichael green's been a solid rotation player his entire career uh i would not be surprised at all to see the thunder able to flip jamichael green for probably uh, a draft pick later on the season if if he kind of pulls the chris paul al horford special and uh, redeems his value with some uh, rotation minutes in OKC. Yeah, and uh, that's exactly what uh, one of the fans was saying on the text line. Yes, it's a it's an upgrade. It's a guaranteed contract. Uh, let's see, what was that? Thirtieth uh, pick is still a guaranteed contract. Do you think they just wanted to get out of that guarantee with so such low upside at number thirty? What do you think? 
Yeah, I think that's another thing uh, that fan is exactly right because, you know, the first-round picks are all guaranteed contracts. The Thunder had three of them, and there's already a roster crunch. If you go up and down the Thunder roster, you're looking at all these players, and you're asking yourself, which one of these players are the Thunder going to cut or have to get rid of or have to trade? They're going to bring on three more rookies. So this helps a little bit with the roster crunch as well because I think that Michael Green will be movable. Okay, so uh, let's talk about what's going on with Oklahoma City. So now you have 212 and 34. Uh, and again, there's talk about Oklahoma City possibly moving up. Who knows what Sam Presti's thinking? Uh, you know, a lot of the mocks still have Chet Holmgren going second to OKC. You're hearing a lot about Shaden Sharp and Oklahoma City. What's the scuttlebutt that stands out to you right now? Yeah, the scuttlebutt that stands out to me. I'm I'm way more fascinated with the number 12 pick just because it really seems like number two is going to be Chet Holmgren, which is incredibly exciting for Thunder fans. I mean, Chet's upside is ridiculous. Even if they go Palo, even if for some reason Orlando goes Chet and the Thunder go Jabari, any of those three is a home run pick. So I've kind of focused on number 12 and, you know, whispers that they could try to trade up, uh, whether that be with, with using, you know, for future draft picks, with Michich, the uh, EuroLeague MVP, try to trade up and get Shade and Sharp. There should be some good players like Jeremy Sohan available at 12, maybe A.J. Griffin Falls. There's so many possibilities, either picking at 12 itself or moving up from 12 to, say, number 8 with the Pelicans. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun to kind of think about what the Thunder could do with that pick, and they could get two top 10 talents in this draft. Yeah, Jeremy Sohan is a really interesting dude. Everybody remembers him with Baylor, the colored hair and everything. But he was born in Guymon, and then he was raised in England, and then he comes to Baylor to play in Waco. And, right. you know, he's he's a – he would be an interesting uh, selection at 12. But you're talking about if they move up and you kind of look at that, and, and I'm not sure that Jaden Ivey is a second-tier guy behind those top three. He may be just as good as those top three, Jabari Smith, yep. Chet, and Paulo Bancaro. But you're looking at kind of the next-level guys, and you can look at Keegan Murray or maybe A.J. Griffin or Ben Matherin, uh, you know, one of those guys. And, and if you're going to get one of those guys, Oklahoma City might have to move up. And, and Shaden Sharp, apparently, from what you hear, Oklahoma City really likes Shaden Sharp. Yeah, you know, Shade and Sharp, so many similarities with Shade Gilgis-Alexander, both Canadian, both went to Kentucky. Of course, Shade and Sharp didn't play at Kentucky, but he went there. Both guards, very long, uh, really, really talented. The upside is so high with Shade and Sharp. He's the number one prospect in his high school class. And, uh, you know, if the Thunder could somehow manage to trade up and get Shade and Sharp to go with either Chet, Palo, or uh, Jabari, man, it would be just a, a ridiculously – uh, impressive draft for the Thunder if they're able to do that. I, I do. It makes a lot of sense. The Thunder scout high school players more than anybody does, so they have more intel apparently on Shade and Sharp than anybody. So if if they think that he can be a star, I can see them moving whatever they need to move to try to get up and get him. But like you said, uh, Benedict Matherin would be fantastic. Dyson Daniels. There's a lot of talent. You know, if you move up even just a few spots. There were there were rumors also about Oklahoma City and Portland twelve and seven swap and maybe even Lou Dort being involved there. Has that all died down? What are we hearing there? Yeah, I, I you know you're right. There was some scuttlebutt with that as well. Look, the the Blazers want a win now player, and Lou Dort would fit that. Uh, Dame, Damian Lillard has said before that Lou Dort is a top three 
perimeter defender in the league. So I know that Dame is high on Lou Dort. I, I believe the Blazers would do that. I just don't know if the Thunder would be willing to give up Lou Dort to move up five five spots in the draft. It, it, that might be an overpay. Um, you know, but again, I, I want to take it off the table only because if, say, Shaden Sharp's there and if, if Sam Presti feels like he's, you know, a top four or five player in this draft and could be a superstar, then, you know, of course, anything's on the table. All right, Russ in town. What's going on with Russ and uh, being back in OKC? Yeah, so this is a really cool deal. Russell Westbrook uh, was here at 11 a.m. today for the ribbon cutting. You know, he has the Why Not Foundation, and he opened up an outdoor court at Capitol Hill High School. And uh, Mayor David Holt was out there. He gave him a key to the city. Uh, and Russell Westbrook said that, you know, he wants to continue to support anything he can in Oklahoma City because this was home and still is home to him. So it was a really, really cool thing today. Not only, you know, Russ still helping out in the community in Oklahoma City, but to see that bond still with, with OKC and with Russ was, was a really, really cool deal. Yeah, no doubt about it. By the way, and uh, you saw what Darvin Ham had to say, you know. Uh, former Texas Tech star, now the coach of the Lakers, and uh, unless he was blowing total smoke, it uh, it sounds like there's still a place for Russ with the Lakers. Yeah, you know, and it makes sense. I, I don't believe that you know whatever you could trade Russ for that huge contract, you'll mm-hmm. get back a player as good as Russ. You know, and if you try to trade it to offload salary, you know uh, there were a lot of problems with the Lakers other than Russell Westbrook last year. That, that's all I'll say. I, I think that he's still a positive player uh, in this league. Okay, before we let you go, Brandon Rabar with us, uh, joining us on the Riverwind Casino uh, call in line 405-329-9000. Um, I'm asking you right now, will Oklahoma City pick 2-12, and 12, or do you think the Thunder will move up from 12? Man, the odds say they'll pick it 2-12. and 12. You know, it's, the, the trade is less likely. That said, there's enough whispers, and I think that Sam Presti is motivated enough to go up and get a guy, especially if Shaden Sharp falls. I, I think they'll move up. I think there, there's too many win-now teams in that area. Yeah, put me down for, for the Thunder moving up to, to 8. So, say 2, 8, and 34. There you go. You heard it from a sick Brandon Rabar, but he is not uh, mentally. He's all there. And uh, we couldn't even tell you weren't feeling well, but I know you are. So thanks for coming on with us, Brandon. We appreciate you, my man. Absolutely, man. You start feeling better too, Mike. Brandon, thank you. Brandon Rabar, Thunder Insider, DailyThunder.com. And again, um, you've got to have a dance partner. That's part of the, that's, that's the key, right? Oklahoma City may want to move up. They very well may want to move up. Um, and if, if all this buzz about Shaden Sharp is true, they're going to have to move up. Um, but, again, you've got to have a willing uh, partner to take the dance floor there and do that deal. So we'll see what happens. And, again, we're 10 days out from the NBA draft, and the Thunder uh, traded away the number 30 pick in the first round to Denver for Jermichael Green, and the Thunder will get the Nuggets' 2027 first-round pick in return as part of that deal. Jermichael Green out of, Jermichael Green out of uh, Alabama uh, during the regular season averaged uh, almost seven points a game and four rebounds for Denver. All right, we will break right here. Mike Steely along with Connor Pasby. Good to have you with us. Get those texts rolling in. I know we haven't gotten there yet, but guess what? We're getting there when we get back, all right? 
So stay with us here on the Home of Sooner Fans. It is Monday on the Ref Radio Network. We shall return, and we'll get to the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439, next. Not going solo here. It is uh, Steelman along with Connor Pasby. Parker is doing uh, 2 to 6 this week. And again, uh, we are ready to head to the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. That's 405-651-3439. It's Bandwagon Baseball Day, LOL. Is it? Is it Bandwagon Baseball Day? I mean, I don't know if this many fans were supporting the Sooners earlier in the year. But, no. I mean, it's kind of hard not to when you win the Super Regional and you get to Omaha. I mean, grab more fans. So that's the way sports works, though. Sometimes, look, OU baseball again. Uh, we know that football is king. Uh, women's softball right now is is the uh, second most popular sport. I, I don't think there's any doubt about it. And uh, then there's you know, uh, OU baseball has some pretty ardent fans. They don't have just a, you know, a, a ton out there at every game. But again, when you play this way, people get excited. Winning creates more excitement. That's just the way it works in sports. And so, just yes. throwing this out there, no women's college world series national champion and college world series champion has never happened. Yeah. Hey, and when you, when look, you get to Omaha, anything can happen. It, it I, they're playing as good as anybody right now. Right. I mean, and then you got yeah they were the hottest team coming in and you got A and M I believe they said A and M's last series lost came in early April same thing with OU about, about so the same both, for OU. both teams are hot yeah absolutely so uh, and then again they beat Texas in the uh, Big Twelve tournament final and uh, Texas and Notre Dame in the uh, other half of that bra- on the same side of the bracket obviously and man you get Notre Dame. Getting it done, Notre Dame going to Knoxville and taking down Tennessee. And I know there were some people who thought, you know, Notre Dame had a chance to go there and win that regional, and the uh, the Irish did just that. Okay, uh, let's see here. I've been texting you all this spring about this baseball team. And uh, finally, the team and in are getting some love, yes. And uh, again, you know, you look at what happened yesterday – like like I said, really every facet of the game. I mean, pitching, hitting, and defense. And they were great in every area. I mean, the Pettis play was unbelievable. A couple catches. Uh, Cade Horton was outstanding. Six innings, two hits, eight Ks. Location was great. And when you get staked to an early lead like that, that helps you relax out there on the mound. There's no question about it. That, that was the main key coming in for that game three to jump on the Hokies early. And that Peyton Graham homer and Treadaway homer were huge to start off in the first inning. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, Trevin Michael coming in and looked great in two innings of relief. I mean, he, he, was, uh, he was great as well. So, again – Oklahoma, Texas A&M, we await a game time Friday in Omaha. Who has the best odds to win the College World Series? You know, I haven't, I haven't seen that. Have you seen the odds yet? I have not. I we would can say, try and Google it for you. Yeah, I would say if Oregon State wins today, they would have the best odds. I believe they're nationally ranked third, and they've mm-hmm. been pretty dang good all year. Same with A&M. Yeah, A&M was what, the uh, fifth seed, I believe. So, uh, Texas A&M and Oklahoma again on Friday. So, yeah, it's uh, – have you ever been to the uh, the College World Series? 
I went two years ago. And it was enjoyable. Awesome. Yeah. If there's some yeah, if there's some listeners right now who are thinking about going, don't hesitate and just go. That's a great atmosphere and you're gonna have a wonderful time, great weekend, great food, and watch some baseball. So Omaha again, I know that Omaha is a really they've got like a world class zoo there. Uh and you know, everybody buys the Omaha steaks, right? So I guess the food's pretty good. It is. I didn't, I mean, I went to, I forgot the restaurant I went to, but it was really good. I mean, I didn't really go to many places in Omaha, but the one restaurant I went to was really good. So I'm guessing Omaha has some great food outside of that. I'll jump on the bandwagon for the baseball team. I don't like baseball, but I love my Sooners. Go get them, boys, says the 580 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Um yeah, it's this has been again. I, I can remember coming into work one day and hearing T Row, you know, kind of. I, I don't know if chastise is the right word, but maybe it was actually some negative OU fans uh, during the season saying, you know, they've they've got a good roster. Just be patient, man. Let's see if they can put it together. And sure enough, they certainly did just that. There's no doubt about it. No doubt. All right, but yeah, it's going to be um, interesting. 2010, a little. Wasn't uh, Kenny Gajewski on the Sooners' last World Series championship? He was. Their World yeah. Series championship. Isn't that's, that crazy? That's right. Thinking about that, Kenny Gajewski was in the dog pile back in the day. <laughs> that's that's a really strange, you know, journey to becoming one of the best coaches in women's college softball. When you go from Sooner baseball player to, you know, being in charge of the turf at OU and, you know, heading up that team, that group, and then getting into, you know, college softball and taking a job and uh, was with, uh, was at Florida, right, before he came Florida, to Oklahoma State. Yep. Yeah, and becoming, you know, Oklahoma State is, again, uh, man, I'm telling you, uh, I was hoping for a Bedlam final, and I think the Cowboys would have put – Cowgirls would have put up a better fight than Texas, in my opinion. Just, yeah, the, the, if you cross out those two plays, OSU's meeting OU. Yeah, no doubt. Well, yeah, bumbling and stumbling. That defensive uh, lapse cost Oklahoma State, and there's no doubt. All right, got to get out of here. Holy cow, for hour number one, we've got another hour to go, so keep it right here on the ref. The rich get richer, and the Sooner softball team had the most riches in college softball this season, obviously. Winning the national championship, number six for Patty Gassel, and the news came out just minutes ago. Alex Taraco, the pitcher from Michigan, is transferring to the University of Oklahoma, so that is a great get for the Sooners, much like getting Hope Troutwine turned out to be a great get for Oklahoma last year. And uh, Alex Taraco, the uh, ace of the Michigan staff for a couple of years now, and uh, will be playing. In fact, Alex Taraco, you can just, you know, uh, I don't know if OU softball has retweeted it yet, but I just put it out there. Um, and it's got her on the mound in her Oklahoma uniform and everything. So that's a big get for OU. And then you look at Addison Bernard. I think they're going to get the uh, slugger from Wichita State for a while, who is ahead of Jocelyn Allo in the home run department this year. So as we talked about, and uh, Oklahoma's got plenty of uh, really good players coming back next year as well. When you think about T.R.A. Jennings and Jordy Ball and Grace Lyons and Nicole May and Jada Coleman, Riley Boone, 
uh, Kinsey Hansen, Elisa Brito. I mean, guess what? Oklahoma's going to be the best team next year as well. Now, will they win it? You got to go out and get it done. But, you know, Patty has got a machine. Yeah, they're, they're not going anywhere. And that Michigan uh, transfer, she's a former Big Ten Pitcher of the Year yeah. and first team All American. So you're yeah. getting about what you got from Hope, the transfer from North Texas, but a little bit more. Yeah, former Big Ten Pitcher of the Year. That's pretty dominant to come in, though, you. She is going to be a thing about that staff next year with Jordy Ball back to 100% and uh, Nicole May and Alex Duraco. You've the Michigan transfer again, who announced moments ago that she is transferring to play for Patty Gasso and the Sooners next year. So that's big time. And now uh, we think that Addison Bernard would probably be that announcement should be coming soon too for the uh, Wichita State slugger uh, who's going to go in the portal again. And it looks like would wind up at Oklahoma. That's the speculation anyway. All right, and uh, the story that we want to talk about, and by the way, thank you to the Seth Wadley Auto Group in Paul's Valley for uh, sponsoring our second hour here. Appreciate that. Exit 72 in Paul's Valley for a great deal on a car, truck, or an SUV, and a tremendous guarantee, oil changes, engines for life on newer used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. As I've said many times, most things have an additional cost. Sometimes you don't even know about them, right? Sometimes like, honey, what's up with the cable bill? Why is it $17 more? Oh, service fee. What? This is a little bitty fine print, and it says $17. I can barely read this, but it looks like it's an additional cost to us. So when you get no additional cost to you, that is a very good thing. Because people are trying to add in the additional costs all the time. You always have fees and you don't know where they come from or why you get them. They're they're very snaky fees. They're like fees that Lincoln Riley would put in if he were a banker, right? Right. He would sneak some kind of fee in there on you. There's no doubt in my mind. The mule shoe fee. All of a sudden, you're paying like that's a nice ring. Eight dollars a month. You don't even know about, and then the very fine print, eight dollars for a mule shoe fee. You know, there's no doubt that if Lincoln Riley were banking, he would screw people with fees they didn't know about. That's a snake move. Yes, right there. Snake absolutely. Move. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Sooner baseball team with an unreal performance yesterday and uh, watching that man it was there were so many great you know first of all the two run uh the two run uh, first inning with homers by Peyton Graham and Tanner Treadaway you know that gave uh I think Kate Horton a, a you know a relaxed feeling being out there on the mound and he went uh, into the sixth inning two hits eight Ks had great command great location kept a very explosive Virginia Tech lineup off balance while he was in there. And then uh, when they brought in Trevin Michael, he was tremendous as well. The defense was great. Kendall Pettis looked like Willie Mays out there in left field. And uh, the Sooners just did uh, a little bit of everything. Like I said, offense, defense, pitching, all of it was uh, operating at a very high level for Skip Johnson's ball club yesterday as they move on to Omaha to play Texas A&M in a first-round matchup coming up on Friday. So let's hear... From uh, Skip Johnson afterwards in the uh, post game, saying, "Yeah, no doubt about it. Sunday it was a great performance by his Sooners." With us scoring two runs in the first inning, uh, settled K down a little bit. 
just to execute pitches. And uh, defense played outstanding. Then we kind of started separating the game, kind of what our identity of our team is, uh, just to try to keep tacking on. We knew how offensive they were. They could explode at any time. And I think he kept them off balance and made some quality execution of pitches. And uh, our offense did a great job of separating the game late. And I'm really proud of them for that. Really proud of the kids, how they come together, um, how they picked each other up. We last uh, um, in the rain delay of the regional championship game, we had a coach Willits's dad sent us a text about a, a, a bunch of Davids, about David and Goliath. And it's a powerful deal. And so uh, uh, that's all we've been talking about. We're just a bunch of Davids. So it's uh, really proud of them. Can't say much more than. Just really proud of them. I'm glad it's about them. It's not about me. It's about the University of Oakland. It's about the players and the institution they pray for. There you go. Skip Johnson. Great stuff right there. After Oklahoma took down uh, Virginia Tech 11-2 yesterday in uh, Blacksburg, Virginia, to win that Super Regional and advance to the uh, College World Series. First-round matchup with Texas A&M coming up on Friday. Kendall Pettis, man. I don't know where did I, I didn't uh, last night I went to bed I was, it was Sunday night so I was in bed by like nine thirty old man I know but I was super tired um, so that got a Sports Center top ten did it get like number one do we know I, I actually did not see it but I would hope it'd be in the oh top yeah 10. that was that was spectacular and let's hear from Kendall Pettis who uh, again also has been uh, swinging the bat with some power as well. And uh, his defense was absolutely uh, sensational yesterday. That catch again uh, down the left field line, going over the wall, was uh, was just tremendous. I mean, it's one of the best catches I've ever seen. It was awesome. Let's hear from Kendall Pettis afterwards. His reaction with T. Rowe. Freaking crazy, man! I can't believe it, man. Everybody, only people that believed it is us, man. So this is a proud moment for us, man. You see, I didn't lost my voice, but I'm so proud of these guys, man. You don't understand. Tell me about the catch, the the first one, the flipping over the wall catch. I mean, I knew it was gonna be, stay, I knew it was gonna stay up in the air because he hit it pretty high, and I, I kept taking my eye off, looking at it, looking at the wall, trying to see where the wall was, and I was just like, you know what? I, I feel like I can catch it, so I just jumped up and tried to grab it. And I was, I mean, once I grabbed it, I got clipped by the wall, but it was, I mean, I was like, I just kept it in my glove and I was just happy. I was happy to get it out for Kate. We got to get home in time for you to see Sports Center tonight. Oh, yeah, I think I you're going to be on there. Oh, yeah, I think I'll be on there again. So, <laughs> hey, that's, it don't matter, man. I'm just glad that the team is going back to Omaha, man. This is so unbelievable, man. I love this team so much. You've been lifting? How about all this postseason power you're showing? No, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel I just got confident, you know what I mean? I, I started off regionals with a, with a homer and it kind of just, you know, boosted my, boosted my confidence. So, I'm just glad to just be a small part of the team, you know, just, uh, you know, keep it going, you know what I mean? How's it feel right now? I mean, this is the greatest feeling I've ever had in my life. You know, this is a dream for a kid, for every kid that wants to that plays baseball. I've been dreaming about this since I've been going, since I was a kid. I've been going to Omaha since I was a young kid. And so for me to finally be able to go and play in it, I mean, it's like, it's unbelievable. It's a dream come true. There you go. Kendall Pettis again, uh, really just amazing yesterday. Uh, and, you know, he made one other catch when he was charging in on a ball. That was a pretty tough catch, too. Now, again, once you have the circus catch that he made, what was the better catch? Was it the Jada Coleman catch uh, in Oklahoma City or the Kendall Pettis uh, catch in Blacksburg, Virginia? Which one would you take? Man, that's a tough call, but uh, I'd probably go Jada Coleman over the wall. I mean, they're both really good. Kendall Pettis. 
I mean, just finding the bullpen wall and knowing where you're at and reaching over, that's pretty spectacular. But the season, I mean, Pettis has been, like, battling adversity all year for being injured. Earlier in the year, he was having a hard time finding his way into the lineup. But when postseason started, he just switched it just like that. It's been awesome to see Pettis. Jada Coleman, probably a slight edge for me just because of where it happened and how it happened. But I, you, you can't take away from that catch that Pettis made. It was spectacular. And, again, if that catch is made in Omaha, and I know dimensions are different and, you know, uh, baseball parks are all different. But uh, Coleman, man, and you see the uh, still picture of that shot, you know, the photos of that shot, pretty good vertical there too. Right? Yeah, you don't you don't see many softball players getting up like that and robbing a home run That's like impressive. Jada Coleman did. That is impressive, but both of those catches were unbelievable. And by the way, news for uh, Sooner Softball. It is, uh, I think this news is about a little over 15 minutes old now, uh, but Sooner Softball is getting another big addition. Alex Starocco, Starocco the uh, pitcher from Michigan. I'm sure if you were on the gram this weekend, uh, you saw that, uh, you know, to me – it's, it's kind of like getting Hope Trout wine last year. But even uh, when you get a pitcher, I know Hope, look, was outstanding. Had a great, you know, best ERA in the country. Uh, was tremendous in the uh, – Pettis' catch was number one on Sports Center number, number one. Okay, thank you guys. Appreciate that. Um, but I, I don't know. Jada Coleman's, though, was in the Women's College World Series and not – that's why I would give it a slight edge – uh, because of, you know, how it happened. If you're just breaking down the catches and probably a slight edge to Pettis, but when you do that in the ultimate events, then I give the slight edge to Jada Coleman, in my opinion. So, uh, anyway, Alex uh, Storeco, I'll get it right. It's S-T-O-R-A-K-O. The uh, pitcher from Michigan and uh, one of the best pitchers in the country and has been uh, the best pitcher in the Big Ten for a couple of years now and uh, coming to pursue her master's at the University of Oklahoma and pitch for Patty Gasso and the Sooners. And that's a big get, obviously, for uh, OU. All right. Uh, thank you again to our second-hour sponsor, the Seth Wadley Auto Group, Mike Seeley, along with Connor Pasby. Parker's going to be in at 2 today. We're going to talk a little uh, sooner recruiting as well. And uh, OU Camp, uh, this weekend uh, we have Game 5 of the NBA Finals happening tonight, uh, 8 o'clock on ABC with Boston at uh, Golden State. Steph Curry was great in Game 4 with 43 points, 7 of 3s. Uh, made by Steph, and again, a 10-zip run that fueled that victory by uh, Golden State. A You know, if they had lost that game, they were going to be in trouble. Boston, I think, was going to win the series. And look, we're down to a best-of-three series now. With uh, If it goes seven, and you'd have two games out in San Francisco, one game left in Boston. So this is a big game for Boston tonight, too, obviously. NBA Finals games, they're all big. But thank you again to the Seth Wadley Auto Group, Exit 72 in Paul's Valley. Great deal on a car, a truck, or SUV. They'll get it done for you. Great service after the sale. Oil changes and engines for life on newer used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. Break time right here, and when we get back... We'll head to the Air Comfort Solutions text line and uh, talk a little more about the NBA Finals. Plus, 
The shade thrown by Rory McIlroy after he won the RBC Canadian Open at Greg Norman yesterday. I thought was subtle but great. We'll get into that too. Stay with us. Oh yeah, that's the uh, that's the best bumper of the day. What a great album that was. Who's next? All right, welcome back. Mike Steely along with Connor Pasby. Parker's going to be in at 2 o'clock today, kind of reshuffling the lineup again. we got Tyler on vacation this week. So, uh, once again, we can get to the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. That is 405-651-3439. Pottstown, Pennsylvania Sooners. And I am no longer in Pottstown. I'm back home. So the Pottstown, Pennsylvania Sooner is back home here. Is that what he's saying? Or is he, yeah, he's no longer in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. You ever been to Pottstown, Pennsylvania? I have not. I I did not know that's a, is that really a city name? I guess so. What would you guess the the population for Pottstown, Pennsylvania is? I'm going to Google it. What would you think? If I would say it's really small, I would go 2,000. I'm going to go 4,000. Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Just based on the name, I would say it's a small town. I mean, is it like a suburb of Pittsburgh? Pops? Okay. Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Pottstown Pond. I don't want a pawn shop. I'm looking for Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Population. There we go. Here we go. Pottstown, Pennsylvania. 22,633. A little big town. Hmm. It is 40 miles northwest of Philadelphia and uh, 20 miles southeast of Reading. So, uh, Pottstown was a lot bigger. You learn something. You learn something new every day. I did not know there was a Pottstown, Pennsylvania. I didn't either. I've never been to Pennsylvania. You ever been to Pennsylvania? I have not. That's not really across my agenda to go to Pennsylvania. All right, uh, so once again, the Air Comfort Solutions text line, Pottstown, Pennsylvania, is a big Amish community. I did not. How did you know that, Kendall? you like the Amish expert? I had no idea about that. Did not know that. When my wife went to um, Mayo Clinic, in, which is in Minnesota, and, you know, world-renowned hospital, and they sent her to Mayo Clinic to have her heart surgery. And, of course, we were scared to death. But we were thinking, you know, at least we're going to Mayo Clinic. They're pretty good there. So I was waiting in the when my wife had her surgery. And I was waiting. And in the waiting area, there were about 35 Amish people waiting on a member of their community who was also having surgery. And we had some good conversations. And they were just nice as they could be. Very respectful, uh, you know, maybe a little bit reserved. Obviously, I think that's kind of how the Amish are, obviously. But the people I talked to were really, uh, really nice. There was no bad side. It was all, no, all respectful. Actually, so I asked him about, like, because this one guy had a phone. And I said, I, I don't mean to pry. I'm not trying, you know, but you have, a, you have a cell phone. He goes, oh, yeah, they could use it for emergencies only. No social media, none of that. So you're not obviously they're not going to get on Facebook or t- you don't want to get on Twitter anyway. It's a cesspool. Uh, I, for sports, it's all right, but once you get into politics, which are pure evil, then it's just ridiculous. But so yeah, he said it's for weather alerts and emergencies. That's it. That's all they have. 
There you go. No yeah, because out, outside know. of that, there's yeah, no technology whatsoever with them. Which makes sense. And so again, but it was just it, it was crazy. It was me, like one other person, and then a like an entire Amish community that they all rallied around this guy who was having surgery. It was really kind of cool. All right, 405-651-3439. Have you watched the Netflix series Breaking Amish? Good watch. I have not watched that. I did watch Witness, though, with Harrison Ford. And uh, was that Kelly McGillis who was in that, too? She was in Top Gun. And the big deal was she isn't in the new Top Gun, Maverick, which I hear is really good, by the way. Haven't seen it yet, but I hear it's excellent. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Is it that good? It's it's that good. Yeah, if you watch, yeah, if you remember the first one, maybe you have to go back and rewatch it, then watch the second one right after that. Yeah, you'll be impressed. So does Tom Cruise have a love interest in Maverick? I Is there a Kelly McGillis character or is it just, you know, no love interest? I mean, not that it matters. I'm going to go see it eventually, but also I guess the ex from the top the first Top Gun, you didn't see her in it, but you remember uh, him talking about it, so right. she plays a big role in the new one. Okay, got it. Top Gun Maverick is amazing. I've seen it twice. Uh, so I haven't seen Breaking Amish, but, you know, uh, we're always looking for a new series. We just finished the one on Hulu, and what was the name of it? It was, oh, my gosh, it was really good. It was, did you meet the Deuteronomy Twins? <laughs> no, I didn't, Jesse G. Uh he was talking about when the last time that I did a uh, a fictitious recruit that which is about two percent of listeners even buy it. Most people know it's all BS, and this has been you know golly twenty years ago. But we made up a Zachariah Leviticus was an Amish running back that OU was in on, and that the word was they were going to have to take him via road trips. He couldn't fly, so horse and buggy and all that stuff. And you know the great thing is people knew it was all BS, but there were there was a small, very small, probably less than one percent that actually would call in or t- you know and say, "Where what's the latest on this Leviticus kid?" You know, <laughs> right. that kind of deal. But I was thinking about going with bookend uh, defensive ends David and Donnie Deuteronomy, and I thought that might be a little bit too much. But anyway, uh, what was I talking about? I totally forgot what I was talking about. Oh, Top Gun, right? Top Gun, and we were talking about series. Is I've been I've been told oh, to watch yes. Peaky Blinders. That's one I've been told to go watch. I have not started it yet, but I did recently watch Adam Sandler's new Hustle movie. How was that? That was really good. Good part. Yeah. Good. Good job on Adam Sandler. Yeah. Great movie right there. You know, Peaky Blinders. I hear is really good, but the name just sounds really wimpy, doesn't it? Peaky it does. Blinders. Yeah. I don't know, but it's uh, it's a mob series, correct? And I've heard good things, but I haven't gotten around to that one. Uh, Gaslit was the name of the series that we just finished on Hulu. And it stars uh, Julia Roberts as Margaret Mitchell, the wife of John Mitchell, who was involved in Watergate. And uh, Sean Penn, with a unbelievable uh, makeup job, plays John Mitchell. And it's really good. Betty Gilpin, I'm always a fan of Betty Gilpin. I think she's really good in whatever she does, Glow or whatever. And she was in that movie, The Hunt, where she was awesome, too. But uh, 
I do think that uh, you need to see that. If It's a new take on Watergate. You know, you probably saw, if you're as old as me, All the President's Men, which was uh, very well done, obviously. But this is, you know, shows just the buffoonery involved of the uh, criminals at the Watergate, including psycho G. Gordon Liddy, who was a complete maniac. And, of course, in America, he later became a uh, a, uh, radio host and had a big following. But the dude was just insane, completely crazy. But and the G. Gordon Liddy character is tremendous, but it is well worth watching. Margaret Mitchell was the lady who could not keep her mouth shut, and they tried to silence her during Watergate, and her husband's involved, and she's basically talking about it all the time. And it's really, of course, when you have Julia Roberts and Sean Penn in your lead roles, you know it's going to be really good. But I would highly recommend that if you like, uh, you know, political intrigue and kind of the the backstory on how, how it all went down, particularly some good humorous moments with the G. Gordon Liddy character, too. It's really good stuff. Really good stuff. Uh, Maverick's love interest in the movie is married to a Vision character in WandaVision from the uh, Marvel series. Oh, okay. All right, got you. WandaVision, that was an interesting series. Mike, do you think they could have found a role for Kelly McGillis in the new Top Gun film? I don't know because I haven't seen the new Top Gun film. I mean, I, but I don't know. I mean, have you seen uh, – I mean, I don't think Kelly McGillis really wanted to be part of Top Gun. She, that's that's I what did, I heard. I did see that she had basically said, you know what, they really didn't ask me to be a part of it, and I'm fine with that, you know. The Peaky Blinders are definitely. I just saying the title sounds kind of wimpy. Wimpy, Peaky Blinders. Well, it's, I mean, on, that on the Netflix good. top ten, I mean, it's like at two it, or three. Yeah. So I'm guessing a lot of people watch it. A lot well, of people a new, think it's good. A new season just came out. A new so season too. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, I think my wife has watched like uh, uh, you know that series. I think she's up to date. So someone so said Kelly McGillis didn't. Uh, Age well, which she, yes, yeah, she did not. And yeah. That's kind of what I, she didn't age like a fine wine. And guess what? Hollywood's a lot about that. There's no doubt. But she's always been a very good actress. Uh, so uh, so anyway, okay. Everybody ready? But yes, uh, if you have Hulu, watch Gaslit. It is really well done. Um, excellent stuff. And now we need a new series because we just finished that one last night. Okay. Uh, we're going to take a break right here. Thank you, Seth Wadley Auto Group in Paul's Valley. Exit 72 for a great deal on a car, truck, or SUV, and a great guarantee. You get oil changes. Pardon me. Bear with me today, folks. My head is just throbbing. I don't know why I can't get rid of a headache. That never has been an issue for me, but today it is. I've taken, like, the maximum strength, Excedrin, and everything. No luck. But uh, great guarantee, again, oil changes, engines for life on newer used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. From the Seth Wadley Auto Group in Paul's Valley. All right, we'll come back, and we'll talk a little NBA Finals and... It is U.S. Open Week. The Live Golf Tour. <laughs> Police. We'll be right back. Hey, right, the Sooners ran down their dream in uh, Blacksburg, Virginia, yesterday, getting to Omaha, and they got it done uh, really by doing everything you need to do, pitch, hits, and play defense. What else do you need to do in baseball besides pitch, hit, and play defense? Uh, keep a lead going. Don't mm-hmm. get don't get down early, which OU jumped out to a quick lead, which was big in Blacksburg. Because I thought Virginia Tech would have maybe some momentum coming into game three with the crowd behind them. 
at English Field, but OU took that away from the get-go, which was huge. 2 nothing. Uh, yeah, right off the bat, uh, the Sooners uh, answered, and that's what you need to do, particularly after Virginia Tech had all the momentum after Game 2, but you uh, get Peyton Graham to go deep. You have uh, Tanner Treadway hit one also uh, in the first to uh, stay Cade Horton to a 2 nothing lead, and that kind of set the tone. Kind of set the tone yesterday. I heard I heard a lot of uh, people talk bad about the announcers. Man, they really were bad if you listen to that, Mike. The, the announcers for OU, Virginia Tech, mm-hmm. Game 3. The adioses after every Virginia Tech home run. And then seemed like when OU hit one, it was <laughs> not as much enthusiasm. Yeah, you, you know, and they were very ups- – I saw some people were pretty upset about that. Half the time I had the audio on, and then I, I had to go uh, upstairs to work on some of my streaming stuff that I do. Uh, so I was kind of working with some sound on the on the stream, trying to get the levels right. So at that point I had uh, I had it like on my phone watching on ESPN Plus uh, when I went upstairs, so I didn't get to hear some of the calls, but – uh, yeah, I saw a lot of that. I saw a lot of that. But if you know, it was it was it was the Virginia Tech crew, right? And yeah, you want to you would think maybe in that situation where they know it's it's a national broadcast, they might you know tone it down a little bit. But apparently, they didn't do it enough. So anyway, all right. Uh, so we await again the. Uh, the time for Oklahoma, Texas, A&M on Friday. All right, back to the Air Comfort Solutions text line, by the way. 405-651-3439. On Hulu, Dope Sick, excellent and very factual. Yes, we watched Dope Sick 2, Michael Keaton. And uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but he was the the kid in We Are the Millers who was doing the uh, salt and pepper rap. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was, and it's such a, oh, it just makes you literally sick watching it. It's Big, a series? Yes, really. it's about Big Pharma and how it went into a, I believe it was a Pennsylvania town, if I'm not mistaken, that Michael Keaton was a doctor there, and they were pushing, uh, you know, the opioids on these doctors and then making them increase the dosages so that people were dying, getting addicted, and Big Pharma, that family, I can't remember the family, very creepy family. But, uh, you know, turn just didn't even think about it. Turn down the volume on the TV and listen to Toby. Yeah, I normally I would do that. But yesterday I had so much stuff going on. I had to do for my stream also in terms of editing that I didn't have a chance to do that yesterday. I had my headphones on trying to do some mixing. Sometimes I'll do that, but the problem you run with, if you watch it on the ESPN app, sometimes it can be you try a little behind. It. Yeah, you try and sync it so up. So Toby's ahead, and the ESPN app's a little behind, so it completely throws me off. Yeah, 405 on Dope Sick, I would recommend that, but I would also tell you you're going to get very angry watching that. You know, and we saw this story that came out last week that they they found this, uh, what was this study they had that was, uh, was it, uh, and by the way, prayers for Toby Keith. I saw his tweet yesterday about stomach cancer. Prayers up for Toby Keith, a, uh, you know, s- such a great Oklahoman and uh, such a big Sooner fan and such a great entertainer. I'm not even a huge country music guy, but I like Toby's stuff. I'm more of an old school country guy, but man... I, let's hope that everything's going there. Yeah, it was the Sackler family, and they're pure evil. 
Jeez. I may I may have to go watch that now. I'm but. telling you, man, it is. Uh, and the dude who kept pushing the drug, the the one family member was like the creepiest human of all time. So, but um, but, but it's a good series. It's definitely a good series. Uh, anyway, what was I talking about? All right, yeah, Purdue Pharma and the Sackler family. Yeah, that is correct. But, oh, yeah, this, this story that came out, uh, I think it was last Friday. There was some – I'm trying to remember if it was uh, what kind of cancer it was, but there was a new drug that they found, and they had, like, 19 patients in this trial, and it, it cured it for, like, 19 different people. Um, I, I'm trying to remember if it was colon cancer or what. But uh, anyway, you know, you see that, and you're thinking, man, that's unbelievable. Um that, you know, if that's real, I know it's only 19, but if that's the case, man, that would be unbelievable. And then, you know what, you start thinking, you know how much they'll end up charging for that drug? If, you know, if, if it turns out to be, you know, the drug they think it's going to be, uh, you just wonder what it would be like in terms of a cost. But, yeah, if you haven't seen uh, Dope Sick on Hulu, it's pretty good. Okay, uh, we have game number five of the NBA Finals tonight. The Warriors at home taking on the Boston Celtics, Golden State. Really, you know, I don't know if it was completely a must-have game, but it certainly was a game that was uh, didn't go Golden State's way. It was going to put them way, way behind the eight ball trying to win you know, uh, if they didn't get game four. So they have home court advantage back. And again, 43 points from Steph Curry, a 10 nothing run late in the game was crucial for Golden State and uh, game five tonight. Uh, I Whoever wins this game tonight is going to win the finals. I think so too. And just taking care of business at home is the key now at this series, even at two and two. Yeah, again, Boston's going to win one in Golden State, and I think it might be a little bit easier to win a game five uh, tonight. I think tonight's going to be a really good game. I think it's going to be a uh, – because, uh, look, can the Celtics win a game seven at Golden State? Yeah, they could. They could, but I'd rather win a game five there. And I do think that Boston will win game six, so uh, we'll see. I, I, Like I said, I think that this is – I said I thought this was going to go seven and go to Golden State before, and that's still what I'm thinking. I do think at least a lot of the people that I was hearing talking about the series were underselling the Celtics, in my opinion. Maybe I was listening to the wrong people before the series. I'm like, man, this I think this is going to be a really good series. Well, they, Boston played so well together, and they just – I mean, they stole game one in this series right off the bat. So, I mean, I could see them doing it again if they get good production out of Tatum and – Smart, who's been really good for them so far in the series. Yeah, Marcus Smart, uh, defensive player of the year, obviously, in the NBA, no doubt. And when he shoots the three well uh, and and gives his team production on that side of the floor as well, then Boston's pretty difficult to beat. Okay, uh, 405-651-3439 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. By the way, a big event this weekend, Riverwind Casino. It is our second Beats and Bites concert of the season. Ladies and gentlemen, the season opener was real, and it was spectacular. It was Starship, and it was Night Ranger, and there was a great crowd out there. You need to get out and see this show coming up this weekend with Everclear, Sister Hazel, and Deep Blue Something. 
Uh, again, bring your folding chairs. You'll have a great time. All the best local food trucks are out there. Uh, retail vendors are out there. Great craft beer from Coop Ale Works, great local brewing company. Headline sponsor again of Beats and Bites 2022. And the folks at Riverwind run it great. And again, it's this Saturday night, Everclear with Sister Hazel and Deep Blue Something. And then again, we've got two shows on the way in July. Randy Rogers Band, July 9th. That by itself will be awesome. And then you have a fireworks show to follow. And you know that Riverwind does an unbelievable job with their fireworks show. And then July 30th, Scotty McCreary. Very popular right now. Scotty McCreary, again, will be on the Beats and Bites stage again. And that will be on July 30th. So get your tickets online right now at riverwind.com. You can get them online. They're only 5 bucks for each ticket at Riverwind.com. Kids, kids under 12 get in free, by the way. So, again, Riverwind.com, 5 bucks a piece, heck of a deal. Or if you're going out to the casino, you can also get your tickets at the box office there over by the Showplace Theater. All right, we'll break. We'll go back to the Air Comfort Solutions text line. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the U.S. Open this week and the uh, the battle over the weekend between the Live Golf Tour and uh, the Canadian Open PGA Tour event which had a really good field and a final great group, too, with Rory winning, playing with Justin Thomas and Tony Finau. Charles Schwartzel, former Masters champion South African, won the Live Golf Tour event in London. We'll be right back on the Home of Sooner Fans, the Ref Radio Network. All right, coming back with uh, one final segment over the weekend, uh, Rory McIlroy won the uh, RBC Canadian Open for the second straight year, by the way. Great final group yesterday with JT and Tony Finau after the uh, Live Golf event again happened over the weekend over in London. Charles Swartzel won that event, former Masters champion. And uh, But, I, you know, it was a good feel for the Canadian Open, and Rory ended up winning. And in his post-round interview with Amanda Balionis, I love the little shot at Greg Norman. You know how many uh, PGA Tour events Greg Norman won? 20. Now, now Rory's got 21. Yeah, 21. just listen to what he said in the, the post round. Here it is. It's incredible. Uh, you know, playing with Tony and JT today, two of the top players in the world. And I'm, all of us playing the way we did. I mean, I think the worst score of the group was, whatever, six under par. Um yeah, this is the day I'll remember for a long, long time. Uh, 21st PGA Tour win, uh, one more than someone else. Uh, that gave me a little bit of extra incentive today, and I'm um, happy to get it done. There you go. Greg Norman is not that well-liked. And uh, I saw that the uh, families of the uh, – there was a 9-11 uh, – group of 9-11 families that they've got some organization. I can't remember the name of it. First time I'd heard of it. But they came after everybody who's playing on the Live Golf Tour. It's crazy. And, Maybe, uh, yeah, we got we got a lot of drama or oh my gosh. a lot of stuff going on with the well, Live and, Golf Tour. You know, um if you're Taylor Gooch again and you get life changing money, uh does that mean that you approve of the execution of the journalist or does that no? But again, there's it's the Saudis who are financing this league, and that believe me, I think it's called the Friendship Fund. They've got an endless amount of money there. Uh, it's I don't think it's going away anytime soon. I think this is the biggest challenger for a major professional league or organization than we've seen. 
uh, in the past because the NFL, and you can talk about the AFL and they had a merger and the ABA merged with the NBA. Okay, I get that. But as they're currently constructed right now, this is, and Jay Monahan has kind of thought, you know, this is going to go away. I'm going to suspend. And you heard what he said with Jim Nance over the weekend that, you know, why would uh, these, these players, he's not going to bring them back anytime soon. Now, the good news is, if you want to see Phil Mickelson finally try and win a U.S. Open again, he's been runner-up so many times, he is going to play this week. Because, again, the Masters, the U.S. Open, the Open Championship, and the PGA Championship are not run by the PGA Tour. They're on the schedule but again, like this week, it's run by the United States Golf Association. The PGA Tour can't say you can't play. If the USGA came in and said they couldn't, okay. Same thing with the PGA. I know it's gone, but the PGA of America runs that, and the Royal and Ancient uh, RNA uh, runs the Open Championship. By the way, thank you, 678. Uh, found the current College World Series odd. Texas plus 360, Stanford 460. Uh, Oregon State plus 470, A&M plus 750, Arkansas plus 850, OU plus 900, Notre Dame plus 950, Ole Miss plus 1,000, and Auburn at plus 2,100. So there you did go. Not, did not expect to see Texas on top of there with Stanford. I mean, Stanford's the number two national mm-hmm. seed, so I would think they would get the first. But Was Texas nine, I believe? They were nine. Yeah, yeah so I'm very, yeah, very surprised they're on top of that. So uh, there you go. What's the PGA going to do if three-fourths of their players leave? Well, you know, they, they've, they've got an issue they're going to have to deal with, and uh, I don't know how they're going to deal with it, but I think the hardcore stance, they're going to have to look at, again, um, these are independent contractors. And, you know, a, a lot of the thing, the appeal of the PGA Tour is, again, that they want – uh, some of those players, if you're getting guaranteed money and if you're going to an event where you don't know if you're going to make the cut and if it's going to cost you or you're going to make some money. And if you're going to play in one of the live golf events and you're guaranteed to make a million bucks or more, you're probably going to take that. And financially, it would be hard to say no. Now, it's easier for Rory to say that or Tiger to say that. Because um, you know, they, they've been around the PGA for Well, so not only long. that, but they've got a ton of endorsement money. I think it was Tiger made uh, 80, like, even, you know, in the last year or so when he hadn't done much, uh, you know, came back. But I think it was like $84 million in just money off endorsements. So Tiger's in a different ballpark. But DJ, you would think he's got some pretty good sponsorship money for a guy like Taylor Gooch again, who nine months ago was fighting for his card in the PGA tour. And I know he's like number 35 in the world. Now I think the last time I looked, he was 37th, you know, again, that is money that can change your family's financial future for generations. When you're probably going to see a lot more guys who are like working their way mm-hmm. up to the PGA and they're not mm-hmm. like big names. So they get their finally their chance to shine. So in the PGA, yeah, it's going to be interesting, uh, like, I don't know, like Max McGreevy, former OU player. You know, what what could happen there? Somebody like that, you know, that could be very interesting to see. But the PGA Tour, again, they're going to have to adapt and, uh, you know, and, and do some changing. And they did that with the uh, PIP program, you know, trying to give these guys a little extra money. But I don't think that's going far enough. So it's going to be uh, fascinating to see how it plays out. So, again – they're gonna, you're going to see more players unless the PGA changes something that are going to be going on the Live Golf Tour. So the Great White Shark so far has 
his experiment has worked to this point. I remember talking about this 20, 25 years ago that, you know, Greg Norman was thinking about a tour down the road, another tour to compete with the PGA Tour. So it'll be interesting. All right, thank you to the Seth Wadley Auto Group in Paul's Valley, Exit 72. Great deal on a car, truck, or SUV. Isn't it amazing now? I feel like my headache's finally starting to go away, and we have two minutes left in the show. Worse. That. <laughs> yeah. Terrible timing. Like, Terrible really? timing. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, uh, thank you, Seth Wadley. And again, Exit 72. Uh, for the Seth Wadley Auto Group and that great guarantee, again, oil changes and engines for life on newer used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. Parker is coming up next. He'll get you locked in. Everybody, have a marvelous Monday. I hope it worked today. It was it was headache city over here, so I hope it went all right. Thank you for all the texts on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Connor, good stuff. We will talk to you tomorrow. Have a great Monday.